Consider y'all selves hashtag blessed because you've just stumbled across the Gay Agenda YYC, a podcast that spills the tea on all things LGBT and Q in the Calgary area. So join me at the Gay Agenda YYC and the squad hashtag trademark as we solve all your first world gay probs one hashtag at a time. Welcome once again to another super fun and fantastic episode of The Gay Agenda YYC. It is I, Gay Yoda, and with me uh, for the first time this season, because he hasn't bothered to get his sweet, sweet ass back here, is my good buddy Dwayne. So, uh, hey Dwayne, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. <laughs> it's not that I haven't been able to get my ass here, it's that it's not been invited back. Well, uh, everyone knows that uh, it's pretty much you got an invitation to show up at my back door. No doubt. At, at all times, yes. Every, every man knows that. So, hey, guess what's just right around the corner uh you can see the sun it's starting to peek out the uh out, out the clouds don't and you dare say it i know and the snow it's trickling away and it's starting to melt and the days just seem brighter birds are singing we saw bunnies outside today we did uh so it's a gorgeous and beautiful day because spring is right around the corner spring is sprung i know and i say this knowing full well that in the 48 hours from the time we're recording this to the time it gets launched, we're probably going to have a blizzard. And I know, right? It's just going to happen. He's not very happy when I said that. So it's going to, or I don't know, a vortex to hell is going to open up and it will be engulfed in internal flames. So I barely, either or. I barely chipped the ice away from the end of my driveway. I, I did see that <laughs> on your Insta. There's a blizzard. Yes. I'm going to just lose my <clears throat> mind. So... Uh, for all of the people that have no idea because they're not sciencey nerds like me, what is spring? Well, hey, I can tell you. So spring is when the Earth's axis is right against the sun and it's going up over to the northern hemisphere. So the, the day is equal. The amount of light and day is equal. It's 12 hours split and you will only get greater now up until the summer equinox. So the spring equinox, vernal equinox, if you're Latin, is um, March 20th this year. So it's like Monday or Tuesday. So Monday, but this will be airing Tuesday. So this just means there's going to be more sun, longer days. How exciting. More suns? Uh, um, We can have more suns. We definitely can. Yeah. Daddies unite. Which is, okay, so it's a great thing because we're getting longer days. However... Do, is anyone even remotely recovered from daylight savings time coming back next week? Like, no. I it usually doesn't bother me because I work split shifts and it's all over the place, and I can wake up. I work until midnight sometime, but this week has been hell. I don't know. It was just like so long, and that's the reason we do it is because we get more daylight so now we shift our hours so that way we actually get that daylight during the day because if we didn't we'd have sunlight up until like i don't know midnight or some stupid shit like that. we already do in the summer anyway. i know but those summer nights when it's like 11 o'clock and the sun's just setting oh it's brilliant it's good times so why is the spring important what do you think what what do you like about spring 
what, what, what brings you around? I think it's the end of hibernation, if you will, because, <laughs> you know, the wintertime, it's so easy to stay in and not go out, and you can just, you know, go into the basement or wherever your TV is. You can hunker down with, you know, junk food and mm-hmm. alcohol and mm-hmm. binge watch something like The Last of Us. Yes, exactly. Right? Um, you know, and now spring is here, and so all of a sudden you're starting to open the door and, you know, go outside more. You're looking forward. I'm looking forward to summer nicer weather getting rid of a couple of layers of clothing although i still need to go to the gym a lot more oh to get God. rid of more layers of clothing yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah it's that fresh start is yeah. probably what it is right like a lot of uh, i guess like a lot of gays and i have no idea why we like this but i love gardening i love planting my seed all out in the yard and then watching it grow maybe it's because we don't usually have children so we can have plants so i just but yeah, I just I look forward to spring. I Eric yells at me all the time because I go I do my online shopping for anything all my spring bulbs and my summer plants. I do it like right after Christmas. So it's like pre-ordered and it ready it's ready to show up and then it's at my door and then it's like woo, I get to go dig in the dirt and play as soon as it's not a frozen tundra. I'm going to be reminded <laughs> of the fall cleanup I didn't do when I have to empty out all the pots oh, that oh, I didn't. Oh yeah, do. yeah, that, that's a little nasty. I know uh, I lived in one place where we just didn't rake the leaves before the first snow, and by by the time spring rolled around, it was like mangy and m- not moldy, but it was like musty and gross. Yeah. Slime, it would hull started breaking down. It was the grossest thing ever. I never want to have to go through that again. We had like a large number of poplar trees, so it was big, leafy, those yeah. nasty things. So uh, the re- other reason spring is good is because that's when, you know, all of the fauna and everything comes out in the woods and we start seeing all these families nesting and they're making babies. Because what's spring also about? It's about fertility. It's about getting your groove thing on. So I think that's ultimately what we're going to be talking about today is sex, because sex is very important in the spring. Not it's like important it's, all year it's long. It's not important, but it's even more important in the spring. Because yeah. I think, like you said, when it's winter, oh, God, it's cold, it's nasty, you don't want to, you don't feel like getting out, like... <laughs> I'm fine to have a hookup come over, because yes. I don't have to leave, but if i got to start the car and make it yep. warm and then go somewhere. Yeah, no, I was actually, I'll pass. I was just talking to uh, um, some grinder guy, and... He's like, so we were supposed to hook up a, like, a while ago, but we never did. I'm like, oh my God, that's not usually like me. What happened? He's like, well, it was minus 40 and it, like one o'clock in the morning and neither of us wanted to go. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a reason that I could see that that's definitely why I would not go and hook 100% up. 100% agree. So, yes. So that's what winter does to us in Canada is we're shut-ins and it's terrible. But now once spring happens, it's like we can, we can go out into the world we can, I don't know, cruise a park. How exciting. We can find Dick in the forest. We, we can be like fucking Sleeping Beauty when Aurora comes out of her little cabin and starts twirling around in the forest, singing with birds, just waiting for Prince Charming. Or, I don't know. I don't hung, know what forest you're Daddy hanging plus out in. Seven. <laughs> okay. I don't know. That's the forest I'm hanging out <laughs> That's in. That's the one we are. Yeah, <clears throat> North Glenmore. And uh, so... It's like I think that's one of those things that entices us a lot because it's exciting, it's fresh, it's daring because it's all these things we couldn't do uh, during the winter uh, because 
for those people that actually enjoy the cruise, where else are you going to go? Like the mall? Gross. Bowling alleys? Yuck. Bars? You don't want to get bashed in the head by some angry straight boy? Like, no. So, cruising is fun. I was going to say, cruising, cruising has become lazy, though, because now all we do is open an endless series of apps mm -hmm. and we look at profiles yep. and you know you tap or you woof or you do whatever it is that the the app incents you to do to yep. it's like looking across the room at somebody before but now it's all done from the comfort of your yep. home or your toilet or wherever you are looking at your phone well okay speaking of that uh because I had the pleasure of taking Dwayne to his first sex club. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'd say pleasure, but... <laughs> it was my pleasure, definitely. We went to Kinetic Club, um, Kinetic Men, last month. Uh, because I... Uh, first of all, I just wanted to... He'd never gone, and he's, it's, a, it's a year of firsts for him. Actually, before we even start that, why is it a year of firsts for you? So we opened our relationship just over a year ago, so... <laughs> Everything feels first again. Like, yes. you know, you hook up with someone after you've been in a relationship for, you know, plus 20 years. It feels like you're you know, almost dating again, right? Yeah. And then it's like, now you have to learn how to have sex with somebody for the first time. Not the how-to, but, you know, like you're navigating everything so newly, right? Mm -hmm. You're going on apps that you've never been on before. You're going to, you know, outings and you're meeting people that you've never met before. And it's, it's very strange and it's exciting, but it's all new. And it is like a kid in a candy store at times. Mm -hmm. And other times it's like being the wounded gazelle in the water <laughs> hole while the lions are circling. I think that's what the guys yes, called it. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and I think and it's, it brings me joy that you're in this part of the whole gay arc lifestyle because it's such a it is such a fun and exciting time it is it has a lot of parallels to spring oddly enough it's yeah. it's new uh, you're out there with like fresh eyes everything's an opportunity stuff like that and it's for me knowing going down all those roads that i have um, now I think I'm. Just, it almost is going to start breaking out into a Broadway musical. I don't know. And it was just. I, I. I. I can see where you're going, and it's exciting because I want you to experience it. But it's also daunting because I know what what ultimately can be on the other side of that. But like a parent, you have to let your children go through that in order to understand and learn. So it. <laughs> we've we've had open and frank conversations about your entire journey. Yeah, we have. So I have heard your ups, I've heard your downs, and it's very. Uh, I, I don't want. It's enlightening to me. That's what it is. You can you can call it whatever. I didn't want to say entertaining, but <laughs> that's it's the enlightening. word. I envision you sitting with popcorn, reading yeah. the text Not messages this that you're getting. Dumb in. bitch. Yeah. Hey, help me get over here. You gotta read this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh God, Eric! Eric sees everything I do. He he's he's my wingman. In the Abbot to my Costello. No, I don't even know if that's right. But okay, so you this is your this is your spring year, yeah. your uh, your gap year, if you will, or gape year, because that's more like it. So this is the first time you've gone to a sex club. Not even as in partnered or pre-partnered when you were like the straight. I don't think they had sex clubs when I first came out. And if they did, I was so oblivious to, yeah. you know. 
going to a bar and having porn on the TV yeah. was a huge thing. Collection and, pearls. Oh, yeah. huge. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, this was the first time to walk into such an establishment. And, and it was eyes wide open mm-hmm. until I had to vert them occasionally. <laughs> but it was, it was interesting. And it was one of those things where I, I think now what I'm seeing a lot of is acceptance right so people are talking about accepting everybody for who they are maybe yep. not talking about it but you know it's really become a they're trying to express a, it as totally. best they can mm-hmm. and when you walk into kinetic and i'm not promoting it for anybody who isn't interested but when you walk in that was my biggest apprehension is feeling maybe judged feeling like i don't belong going oh this is i'm out of my league yep. or whatever and walked in and it was a very comfortable and safe space is how it felt like it didn't matter whether you sat in the corner like I did for mm-hmm. almost the entire evening or whether you were out in the middle um, living your fully expressed life yeah everybody was just comfortable and it was very uh, relaxing from yes. that perspective still alarming and eyes wide open and you know and it didn't matter whether you were young or old had a body you know like the the gym boys that mm-hmm. we saw come in or yeah. were a little softer around the middle everybody was completely comfortable and felt comfortable yeah. so that was really good i i enjoyed that aspect of it because even going to the bar you don't feel that way oh god no right the bar has its little pocket of clicks where people are standing and if you're not in your clique because you showed up with your friends, mm-hmm. then it can be very ostracizing. I yeah. mean, I haven't been to a bar in, in decades, but it is one of those things that yeah. used to always be like that, and I suspect it still is. I I haven't gone to a um, I haven't gone to a bar myself. Pretty much for the same thing. I just don't always I don't fit in with a lot of the people that go there, and I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah. I I'm just that's it's not my that's not my era and it's not my thing to do anymore. Even when I went back to Connecticut, cause I had taken a break from going there. Um, it, it was just for personal reasons, uh, but mostly it's a lot of the same stuff that you were feeling. Um, even though I know that it is open and inclusive and uh, everyone loves each other and it's a, uh, a very comfortable and open and loving environment with me I still feel that I can't get over some of my own body issues Mm -hmm. so I I stopped going for a bit um, and then I went back and it was what I found was that I was again excited to, to be with you and have your reaction but also knowing and I'm I'm thinking that you knowing that I was there also, because we coined our little uh, table, it was the circle of protection or the, the circle of trust or whatever like that. So everyone kept on coming to us. And it's, and it's funny because I, I felt, uh, it, again, I think this is because of winter. I've, I've been feeling isolated and I've been feeling uh, not lonely and not alone, but just um, not, maybe forgotten or, but I've probably done it to myself because I cut, like, you know, you just, you're quiet. All, all you're doing is sitting downstairs, eating popcorn and watching The Last of Us. Literally, that's what I did all winter. So uh, just going there and then all these people coming up to me and actually having conversations with me. I'm like, what do you do? Like, you're gorgeous. You are, you're, you're amazing. You're funny. Um, I can see your wang. It's literally dangling right in front of me. And here we are trying to have a deep and insightful conversation while some guy is playing with your ass. It's just, it's one of those. 
for clarity very that was not my ass it was, was being not well not all the time whore it, so it was just it, it was weird for me and by the time when I left that night I actually felt uh, very uh, very uplifted and it was and it was great and it's not because I had really great sex but it was because I had really good connections with people and sometimes that's actually more important than anything which is what I kind of want to I, I, I want to add to that portion of the what we're going to be talking about today is that there is there's sex and then there is everything that comes with it like there is those emotional connections there is a psychological component to coupling with somebody and there's a different level of what is important to people and i think you need to know what your ratio is supposed to be like what do you feel do you usually get when you go is it all about the sex or does it have to be like you actually have to like this person like what are you finding so far well what i envisioned it being was much more of a hook up no connection i'll call it a fuck buddy for mm-hmm. lack of a better word yep. where it's you know you're in and out and you're done maybe four times sure yeah what i what i found is i'm not as intrigued by that as I am do I like the person mm-hmm. is there any commonality so that the sex will be that much better because yep. there are going to be and there have been times when the sex was average mm-hmm. or not so great and yep. I'm sure that people feel that way about my participation in the the act as well yep. but you know it's one of those things where it's like ah that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And sometimes maybe it's the buildup when you're chatting to someone yeah. because it's going to be amazing. That, like, that is uh, some of the each best minds foreplay out. is the chat before. Absolutely. Yes. And then it's it's somewhat disappointing when you get into the actual act of it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I thought we were going to do all these other yeah, things. Wow, but, you're done? Okay, yeah. I guess. You didn't um, even start. <laughs> yeah, good night. Reminds me of another story. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So see, um, he was all worried that he wasn't going to have any good stories for today and, and or doesn't have any quote-unquote experience to uh, fall back on. Um, But yes, there's always stories that you will think of in the moment, and then you're like, oh shit, yeah, that happened. I did want to, I wanted to just um, circle the wagons back when we went to Kinetic, because you said something, and that's what made me think of it way back in the beginning, that there is no, there is no cruising left anymore. There is, it's very difficult. In our, uh, in our chat server, we discuss cruising sometimes, and the young people are like, what are you talking about? Right. Like, what? how do you even do that? Where do you go for that? Like, people, it is definitely a lost art, and I, I, I want to I want to actually touch on that top. I want to make that a whole other topic, probably for summer, because that's the best time for cruising, because then you're not going to fucking get frostbite on your dingling. Like, looking at somebody across the bar or buying them a drink and having the bartender send it over is a lost art, Yes, I think, nowadays. Yes, and I still... That's one of those things. It's like, yes, I, I, I can open up Grinder and I can get five zillion taps. Yeah, that's great. And sure, it makes me... You know, it makes me feel okay, but for a stranger to go out of their way and buy you a drink at the bar and then make eye contact, like that is, they've done work. Right. Right? That is, it, it, they didn't just have to push a button. Right. So until the, until you're at a bar when you can push a button and get a drink and send to somebody because that's the easiest thing to, no, this, I, that is still more appreciated than anything. So it's, it's stuff like that. 
However, even because so you said it, like so we're still on our phones and we are not talking to people. There was a point in the there's a few points in the evening and I because I we thought it was funny because I think we all did it, but we're at Kinetic and then we open Grinder. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Yeah, right? Because you, so you're like, all these people are here. I want to know who they are. Right? And right. that's that's another reason we have Grinder is because it shows you, like, it, it's a, it's a, it, again, it's like the Insta of sex. It's, they put their best photo forward, their best picture in their album. Uh, their bio can only be 250 characters, so they have to make it short, succinct, and good. Although nobody reads a fucking bio anyways. Yes. And they only got 15 characters for your for your actual name. So you have to like cram as much in there as you possibly can. And that's an, another running joke for a lot of the gays is like, what what is their name? Oh, I only know them as uh, eight, cl- 8 Cut Daddy Plus. Like, yeah. whatever. So, and I always ramble off random words. It's like I'm throwing a, a dart at a fucking board with different sizes and verbs and an adjective and then a noun like that's all i ever throw in there and that's what my grinder hookup names are uh so yeah and so you were doing it in our little circle of trust we were like and you were sending woofs you were sending taps you were doing all this while we were there and they were standing 10 feet away from you right in a circle of their friends where i would have been devoured yes. like a gazelle entering yeah. the prize it's so uh, we here we are but i'm not saying it's anything bad but we are um, saying how cruising is a lost art but even we who understand the idea of it and may or may not have lived with it because that's the only way that we had to, to hook up with people have lost that skill right right it is it's out of practice yeah it's just i'm guilty of it too i i don't i have not and i don't know if i ever will just go up to a guy at a bar and say hey you're cute i just right. never done it and it's funny for me because if you put me in a work setting mm-hmm. and put me into a, a ballroom where there's a an event going on I can work the room yeah. and walk up and introduce myself to almost everybody. Yeah. It doesn't bother me at all. But put me in a room where guys are wearing a jock strap and, and nothing else, maybe mm-hmm. a smile, and now expect me to walk up and, yep. and do that. It's like that is a very daunting yep. situation well, to find myself I in. I think it's all that it does go down to power dynamics and how you feel about yourself. Because when you know that you are like a successful businessman, right? You know your job, you run this company, blah, 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 blah. So you can go into that, into that meeting or into that whole ballroom and be like, even if it's your suit, like if that is your, you know, your armor, right? Or your superhero costume, like that you're wearing it so you are able to do these things. I actually, oddly enough, and if anyone steals my idea, I'm going to fucking come after you. I know. It's Dumbo's feather. Oh, yeah. Is really what it is. Um, tattoo? Yes. I want to get Dumbo's feather as a tattoo. Uh, because I think one of those things that I have learned this year is that I don't know I don't need these things that I have pushed upon myself in order to succeed because those gifts have always been inside me right, right? Um, I've talked about it a lot but the microphone that is staring in my face right now is one of those things 
once the microphone is out, I can become a completely different person. I am not the person that you are listening to right now. I am not that person in real life, you, which Dwayne has seen. Like, mm. I am I'm shy. I am quiet. I, I am a wallflower. I wait until people come to me, and then I can react. I can turn it on. I can be this person. But I, unlike you, I cannot go into a room and be this person right away. Mm. It's, uh, it's just not my thing. So... I, I think it's a lot of it is the idea of failure and it's the idea of I'm not good enough. But if this is an outlet, so this microphone, it, it helps me. And I know that people are listening. So I am good enough when it's like that. Same thing as when I'm on Grindr. I hide behind my persona because I, I am that persona. And I, <laughs> I think I have on my, my Grindr profile, yes, I am that semi-famous... Um, city figure or whatever so and then people ask me and I'm like oh yeah and that, they're like oh wow I love it you're amazing I'm like oh thanks do you want to have sex okay sure like uh, I'm not saying that I'm like a, <laughs> I'm not a fame whore but it definitely helps <laughs> I have to be better at that I think right is he just and I but I laugh at myself because I, I exude all these things like telling you to have confidence in yourself and right. you can do it, daddy. And you, you go and you can get whoever you want. You can, and I don't fucking believe it myself. Right. But I think that sometimes that's the best teachers is the ones that know what the, the right answers are, but are always seeking it within themselves. That was a very fucking Zen moment. I expect everyone to clap with one hand right now mm-hmm. and um, meditate upon themselves. Um, where was I going with this story? I have no idea. I know. That was a long <laughs> We talked about kinetic. Tangent. We talked about the loss of uh, the art of cruising. Yeah. And then we had a side segue to going on our phones. Okay. So we know we send our taps um, and we send our likes and all those things. But uh, there's another way to hook up in the city. And I think that it is, at least with Grinder, you get to see some kind of personality. And it's not as good as it used to be, but there is so old school Craigslist, which you probably missed out on completely, mm-hmm. didn't you? Oh, it was. But now a, there's double. List. It was a heyday. It was amazing. I remember you asking about questions about double list, and I was like, "What a horror! He's on double list too." I thought that literally. I'm not. I, I literally thought. <laughs> I tried to go on and I typed in double tree, and I'm like, "Oh, that's not the right <laughs> place." I'm pretty sure that's not it. <laughs> So, I because uh, if you don't know, Double List and Lacanto are two Craigslist Craigslist spinoffs that are out there that primarily do the same things as Craigslist, but they still have their um, personals sections. Anyone that has used Craigslist in the past hookup or find romantic relationships because that's what it's really there for knows that they're there. However, the one thing that you do get from that is a completely stripped down version of hooking up uh, with Grinder. And I know we, we make fun of it a lot, but there is still a, a song and dance that a lot of people do. On, and you've probably already noticed it just trying to chat, right? It's, yep. um, it's the, hey, sup, what you doing? How was your night? Uh-huh. All these things. And I, 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 I literally want to just take a snapshot or a screen cap of 
blah, 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 blah. These are all these questions that you're going to ask me, give you to you, what do you want? Can like, I put that in one of those favorite uh, Yes. Yeah. Oh, respond? Oh, oh, my God. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> I don't even know what they're called. But no. Yes. Okay, so, uh, funny story. One time, uh, Dwayne sends me a screen cap. <laughs> I know where this is going. Yeah. So he sends me a screen cap of something that a grinder guy said, but on it he had hovered over his um, his favorite messages or his favorite replies, and it was his intos. So now I know exactly what Dwayne is into without ever having to ask him, and he did not see that he had done it. And I was like, <laughs> "You dirty, filthy slut!" So now I know that he's into like triple fisting and all these sick sick things you better put down the rubber tarp if you're <laughs> hooking up with my big daddy d <laughs> yeah. um it was pretty funny yes i've reordered those now okay good good boy yes you always start with the hello sup but with uh the email listings so that's what the 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 um double lists and the locantos are uh, you post an ad saying what you want. You get people answering you, usually badly. And if you've ever shopped Kijiji, you know that this is almost exactly the same thing. You post an ad, you get about 10 to 20 tire kickers and maybe one actual offer. So it's uh, you're casting your net out, you're sending it wide, a lot like tapping 15 people when you're horny that are all in the area and hopefully one of them comes back to you. And then you see what you get. And it, sometimes it, it is completely anonymous and completely random. You uh, don't, don't even, you don't get a face, you don't, you don't get names, you don't whatever. You usually get a dick pic in a location, period. For some people that's good. I'm sure it is. Right? Again, for some people, like me, it is who do definitely draw a line between sex and needing a emotional commitment or even kind of connection, that that is kind of the, um, that side of the equation. Right? Yeah, and, and I do, I call it the fuck buddy versus friend with benefit. Yep. And I think I'm less interested in a fuck buddy, not having had a bunch of them. Yeah. Right? Okay, like zero. Um, versus everybody who I've, you know, the four people in yep. the last 14 months that yep. I've met, um, there was at least a conversation okay. for, you know, several days before okay. we actually met. But would you still consider them friends now? Like, do you, have you talked to them since? Uh, only... Only two. So technically, I think you've you've Agreed, they're now fuck buddies, or at least they're they just, were they, they were, were fucks. They were a one time. Like exactly. that was it. So yeah. hey, that's but I, fine. Like I can't bring myself yet to just go right to okay, let's okay, you know, looking. Yep. Okay, let's do it and yep. be done. I need for some reason to have that preamble of conversation before the looking will come. Right. I think um, I knew way back when in my youth. I had always thought that I needed to be in a relationship to have sex. Like I thought like that's the way I, maybe I was brought up. I thought that's how it was. So I always had to have a boyfriend to actually get anything. And then on one glorious 
summer evening, I'm sure it was, um, way back in the aughts, there was a site called Squirt. <laughs> I'm still on it. I know. And when you said it, you're like, oh, I'm on this Squirt. I'm like, oh my God, that was me 15 years ago. That's because gay.com wasn't his <laughs> Exactly. He doesn't know how to use a chat IRC anymore. Um, but I found Squirt and I'm like, what is this? What What is this? mystical place where people are just posting you know their profile pic is a dick pic or their whole shot and you know it, it was magical because i didn't have to date any of these people i could just message them say hey you know it was, and this was pre-grinder too mm -hmm. so this was even before any of that started so it was like oh you're looking yes let's go sure and that was like that was literally the launch of my hookup stories like that was as soon as that was there it was uh, like you kid in the candy store the first year i was like uh, my mind is blown about how much sex i'm actually having and uh, but then i felt dirty because i couldn't tell anyone about this it's like i'm having all this sex and it's amazing not always amazing um, <laughs> Agreed. but it's amazing to be having it and i think that as men also we are like that that any sex is good sex because we had sex right like and maybe that's how we're conditioned like it could be as long as we are having those connections with people that it's a good thing and we should be proud of that and that's what as our manly duty to have as much sex as possible. But it was like, I was, and I think even my, the first time I did, I was terrified. I'm going to some stranger's house. I've never met you. I have not seen your face. I don't know what, what the situation is gonna be. And I think I'm glad that I went in there blind, not knowing, and actually was able to trust my gut and get a feeling for all of those things and that's one of those things that you can't be taught is gut feeling going into hookup and <laughs> am i going to survive this very important right especially for the gays as opposed to am i going to enjoy it yes yeah, yeah. like right I'm, I'm gonna like either okay going in someone's gonna get off and that's fine i'm okay with that but am i going to survive do I know where I am? And I was stupid way back then. I didn't tell people where I was. I didn't leave a, in case of emergency, uh, contact info. I, none of that stuff. But, but it's because of shame. And it's because of, you don't want people to know that this is what's happening. And what I encourage people to do is let people know. I tell Dwayne all the time if he like I tell he tells me if he's going on a hookup he tells me yep, like and I'm like good I want to know I want to know that you're safe you don't have to tell your husband you can tell me and I'm okay with that and then if I haven't heard back from you in 12 to 24 then you hours reach out to my husband I can notify your next of kid where are we going yeah when does the party exactly start? um and I think I, I want to take the shame out of it everyone is having sex everyone we are we are built to enjoy sex yeah. and I, I that's why i think why i appreciate places like kinetic because they allow sex to happen in an open and friendly and comfortable environment that you don't have to worry about going into seedy back alley hookups and worried that you're going to get 
I don't know, uh, robbed by a drug dealer. I don't know. It's all these things that you never would have thought of, but then you hear the horror stories. But I also think that you can't fully appreciate it until you've had to go through all those things. And yes, sometimes the fear heightens the excitement, hmm. which... Is that a thrill of it as well? Well, I think for me it's the newness of it mm -hmm. as opposed to the fear because I take that time to chat with someone. Yep. So I've sort of calmed my nerves around, is this person sane? Maybe they're just a good bullshitter and, yep. I, and I believe them. But yeah, I've got less fear than sort of excitement, you know, anxiety, nervousness about the, the newness or the taboo-ness. And it still for me feels a bit like cheating. Yeah. Because it's so new in yeah. our relationship. Like, yep. we've been together for 24 years, and then all of a sudden you open the doors. It's like, wow, like, this feels like, you know, it's not like I'm out of town and nobody knows, yep. right? Like, the other day, I'm like, yeah, you need to go to the gym mm -hmm. at 9 o'clock in the morning, by the way, because yeah. I got somebody coming over. <laughs> it was a whole other story, but, yeah. you know, and then, like, and I'll text you when we're done, or we could meet for lunch, Yeah, because I don't know how long this might or might not last. Oh, look at you. It didn't matter. It didn't last that long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and, yes, don't worry. We will be getting into that whole topic with Dwayne and probably his husband soon enough, but that's uh, another podcast um, for another day. Before we go to break, what what do you think constitutes a good hookup? I think I still in my mind have it that we both get off. Yeah. For me, that's the bar. Mm -hmm. um, as long as we're both, you know, walking away satisfied, that that's maybe a minimum standard of a good okay. hookup. All right. I, I don't know. I'd, I've never really written a scorecard to think about what it looks like. I know, well, I didn't think I did, but I now know of a couple of examples which didn't mm -hmm. constitute a good hookup. Yep. So I think I might be able to define that more okay. than what is good. No, and I think that that is, that is an acceptable answer because I know we are always talking about what is, you know, what's good sex. And I had great sex and all this stuff, but... What is good sex? And conversely, what is bad sex? Right. And are we able to spot it? Yes, we can always spot bad sex when it happens. But can we spot good sex? It's, and I think a lot of it is because if, it, if sex sometimes doesn't fully live up to the fantasies that we've put behind it, it's, we can label it as good, but we don't label it as great, even though it could have been great. Mm -hmm. I think there was some... Some study back in the, I think it was just, it was a few years ago, in which couples for one night stands, it was hetero and um, homosexual relationships that, so on a one night stand in a heterosexual relationship, 7% uh, of the time, both parties got off. 7 I feel bad for the women. And it is the women that don't. In a, uh, it was a, in a homosexual, same, same thing, a homosexual one night stand, it was around like 50%. So either one or either or both got off. Right. Sometimes none. 
Like, that's what happens. In a lesbian one-night stand, it was like 67%. Of course it was. Right? So we know our, our kindred women work harder and are more committed. They were adopting a cat. Yeah. They were renting a new <laughs> they, they've like, already I'm already get, I'm already getting excited at the yeah. thought of it. Right? Yeah. Picking out new Doc Martens and... Yeah. So what it and I think that's one thing that we have to remember is that when it comes to this kind of thing that it's never 100% good sex. And I think that even I think it's disturbing and awkward and weird when I'm watching porn and only the top gets off. Like and it's it's very now that, have you never noticed it? No, because every porn that I've watched, they both get off. No, you no now I need you to go home and watch more porn. Apparently, I will. I will tell you that there are very a lot of movies where it's all that they care about is that the top gets off, huh. and the bottom doesn't matter. And that oddly enough, that does harken back to old hetero style relationships, where as right. long as the man quote-unquote, gets off, that is can be deemed a good sexual experience, even though one person doesn't. Uh, what I will give it, though, is that as as the bottom, you don't always have to get off to enjoy your... and to enjoy sex. I've heard that. Yeah. And I... <laughs> I've yet to experience it, though. Right. Because even just the act of it, just because there is no, you know... Uh, sticky nasty mess to clean up afterwards doesn't mean that it was good sex so that in and of itself I think is what we need to define as what is good sex to you right um, and that is something that we will be covering post break so right now I'm gonna let Dwayne crack open his phone yeah hop on grinder and uh, then we can talk about uh, who knows maybe he might even see what it's all about and get a top off and not come himself so we will uh give us a sec maybe five minutes and then we will be I right have a back hookup showing up here oh ding anyway. dong that's it okay we are back um sorry that took so long kids um, Big Daddy D really took his time with that twink that came over. I don't know. He'll be walking funny for the next week. I'm sorry, sure. not sorry? Yeah, I know. But literally, like, I was, I almost read War and Peace the entire time. It was so long. I'm like, my God, just finish already. Uh, before the break, we were talking about um, hookups and what makes a good slash bad hookup. So I think, yes, some of the best ways to talk about what's good or bad is try to say what is good and bad for ourselves. I need to revisit my earlier definition because I'd said initially it was, you know, when both of us cut off. Mm -hmm. And then I'm thinking about it and I'm like, that isn't necessarily true because I know there's times when I've explicitly said I don't need to slash want to. Mm -hmm. So I think it's when both people's expectations are achieved is yeah. probably a better definition. Okay. But having never been asked the question, I couldn't articulate it in a way that was maybe that succinct. So if your expectation is I'm going to show up and it's going to be 10 minutes, you give me the blowjob behind the glory hole and we're done, mm -hmm. that's your expectation. My expectation is I show up and I'm going to come. Yep. That's my expectation. If both of those are achieved, 
then it was probably a good hookup. Yes. Right? Whether or not good goes to great is a whole other thing, mm-hmm. right? If one of those expectations isn't achieved, then maybe that's a bad hookup. Yes. For either person. Yeah. Because it I, could be good for you, but bad for sure, me. Sure, why not? Yes. Yeah. And and that's exactly it. Just because I had a good hookup doesn't mean they did. Right. Right? And it's even in the same situation, people's perspectives are going to be different. Right. And if my expectation was I'm coming in just to get off and your expectation is we're going to... Have dinner afterwards. Exactly. If we're going to have start a big lesbian relationship, then... As long as, you know, I come, I go, I'm satisfied, you're not. I'm great with Chateaubriand going to share this <laughs> exactly. with Exactly. Like, you need to share. So, I, I've had a good hookup, you've had a bad hookup. So, it's literally, it's all about perspective and the person who is seeing it. But I think we can all say, with that, we've all, now, even you, have had bad hookups. Mm-hmm. So... We, I think the the line is drawn on which most people can agree that's a bad hookup, right? Right. I know. I I alluded it to I alluded to it before where if my, you know, if my spidey senses were tingling and you go into some place and you're just this is wrong, this is weird, this is all, and I have only ever not gone to a hookup twice because I have felt that. Sorry, did you just not show up or you didn't go in the I didn't apartment? go in. I had I had driven past the house. I had gotten out of the car and almost to the door and like nah. I something is wrong and I just don't like it. It's just that gut feeling that you have and you're like I can't go through with this. And for who knows for what reason. But I I have texted them both and been like, sorry, I just can't go through with this. Or mm-hmm. I just, uh, you know, I'm not in the mood. It's not like I'm not in the mood. I can't say I'm at your front door and I just can't. <laughs> like, it, that is a very awkward kind of conversation to have. Yeah. But I don't know. Have you ever, you've, have you ever been in that kind of situation yet? No. I've not yet been where I was walking up and didn't get a good vibe and or even met the person and didn't get a good vibe and I've heard stories about you know the door opens and it's like well that's not the picture that you sent me mm-hmm. like I've not had that experience yet yeah. um, my bad hookups have already been like face match the picture blah 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 and it's a different but the sex just didn't match the story the the foreplay in the conversation was you know creating an expectation <laughs> for me that was then clearly either thwarted or did not get lived up to. Yeah. Uh, and for me, was not what I would consider a good hookup. Yeah. Um, for them, I'm assuming that they had a good time because then they text you or they message you on the app and yep. say, oh, we should do it again, which I said during the uh-huh. break was, I think it's the new social pleasantry of, hey, how are you? And you don't really listen to the response. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in a gay hookup, it's, we should do this again when that really means, okay, I got to go. Or, yes. Or you got to go. It doesn't mean we should do it yeah, again. Yeah, no. I have no intention of actually doing this again. Right. And again, because I'm such an old timer that and anytime anyone says any kind of thing that sounds weird, I've got a story for it. So uh, Dwayne had mentioned opening the door and getting like the weird thing. So my story, it actually happened to me, which was, I think we were, it was on a, off of Squirt. 
no one had seen their like we hadn't seen each other's faces and it was just going for like a quick easy breezy cover girl hookup and um I text him, I'm like, okay, I'm just walking up now. He goes in, opens the door. He looks me right in the eye and says, I can't go through with this. And I'm like, okay. He's like, uh, it's not you. It's just, I don't think I'm, I'm good with that. I'm like, okay, fine. So it definitely disheartening because mm. you've done all this and you go up to the door and then all of a sudden to be like rejected right to the face i was like ouch okay yeah. fine um all right i want i want i wanted to be mean and i wanted to be like well you ain't no casanova or what country pig what's the uh prize pig <laughs> <laughs> like the country fair like went right to the pig farm the blue ribbons whatever <laughs> someone out there older than me knows exactly what i'm talking about so I I was like fine whatever and so I walk back I walk out get in the car I I think I opened up the squirt messenger to like just tell him off and then he's like actually I've changed my mind come back oh and then I was like go fuck yourself I'm leaving I've got another appointment right now so I, I'm like, first I wanted to be like the audacity of this bitch to say no as soon as they saw me and then realize that mm, they're probably not going to get anything better today and they're still horny to come back. So go, no, go fuck yourself. So I think it was, and I'm not, and this is why I'm not, this is why I'm saying bad hookups aren't always bad because that taught me a lot about myself that even though I felt that I didn't have uh, any, like a lack of self-confidence or whatever, I still had the self-confidence with myself to be, to not fall into that and just go back because I, I, I felt not ashamed because it happened, but I was like, you know what? No, I'm gonna stand up for myself. You said no, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm walking away you can fucking deal with it. Yeah. So um, a lot of that is actually, uh, that moment really gave me a lot of strength with like, you know what? I'm not going to be everyone's type. I'm fine with that. If you don't like it, tell me right away. I'm going to be this next guy's type. So don't waste my time. And yes, to a lot of people that sound, that could sound cold and it could sound, it's not conceited. Trust me, by any means, I am not a conceitful person. It's that... I just, if I'm in, in that zone for hooking up, I don't have time for all of that, the craziness that we were talking about earlier on Grinder. We don't need to have all of those basic pleasantries. It's just, what do you want? And then when I, when I come across like that, I sound, what, curt? Or is it too direct to be like, I don't care how your day was. What do you want from me? Like, literally, that's all it is. Transactional is yeah. the word that uh, comes to mind. Like, uh, it's great that you want to have a conversation, but I don't have just looking for friends on my Grinder profile. Like, it's not my thing. Right. I still treat Grinder as I treated Grinder back when it first came out. 
It's a hookup app. It's not a dating app. It's not a friends app. It is not a networking app. But it, then your you say just now is your must be what you've ticked in terms of what you're looking yeah, for. Always. As opposed to people who do put chat, Friend. friends, networking, yes. and just now. And, and right? do all like, that. Well, or not the just now. And then they're like, just, again, well, yeah, I think we joked about it, just looking for friends, and then they'll send you a dick pic. Right. This is not how you make friends. Right. Like, is this what your mother taught you, and this is how you made friends in the playground? No. That's what my mother taught I me. Don't. <laughs> your mama was ahead of her time. But it's just everything goes down to perspective and what it is all about. And you're laughing at me because you keep... I'm laughing because I remember when I was young something that happened. Oh, Dwayne was was flashing her dick. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know if my mom had anything to do with it, but Mm -hmm. anyway. Um, Okay, so uh, that was... Okay, so that was one of my first uh, what what the fuck um, hookup moments. Um, And I've had a lot. When you have a lot of hookups, you have a lot of good ones. You have a lot of bad ones. You learn about everything. Like I was saying, you learn just as much from bad hookups about what you don't want from good hookups as to what you do want. Right. And like a lot of things in life, again, like your mama taught you, you just have to go through it to find out what you don't like and what you do like. There's, uh, even with fetishes, like some some people's fetish, you in your mind... Like, there's, there's guys that have no idea why they like leather. And then all of a sudden, something happens, and it's like, oh my god, that's the hottest thing ever. Because one thing happened, you either get, you're having sex with some guy, and you get a touch with leather, or you get the smell of it, or something, something, and all of a sudden, it links in your mind that smell with the feeling that you're having, and it actually usually goes back to your childhood. And I know I'm sorry when I tell you these things that your fetishes are usually memories that are linked and your to your childhood when you were first becoming your pseudo-psychosexual self, blah, blah, blah. And it's just ingrained in your mind. You're hardwired to like these things. The freaks with balloons, why not? The dudes that like having sex with clowns, sure. Chicks that like sitting on cake, whatever. All of those things are, you don't go into them thinking, I'm really going to enjoy this. But then you do it and you're like, wow, that wasn't as bad as I thought. Do you have anything like that? Yeah, well, I'm st- I think I'm still learning mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, coming out of this not coming out of, but, you know, evolving in my relationship, the things that you try as a couple are probably a lot more tame than the things that you try when you venture into, you know, an open relationship. So to be with somebody else who's uh, maybe checking some of those boxes. I also think that for me, there's a difference between I fantasize about, I think that would be really hot Mm -hmm. versus do I really want to try it? Not like, and that's a... I don't know. And then there's that's when I need the level of trust with somebody. That's when I need those conversations to go, if you're coming over and we're going to get into a dom-sub type arrangement, I need to know that we've got boundaries that we're both going to be able to respect. Mm-hmm. And I need to know that you know we've got safe words, we've got whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I think I'm still figuring out what I like. Like, I do, yep. I do like leather. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like the dom-sub arrangement. Again, 
probably more of a fantasy still than a true um, act, yep. right? Because I think I've only dabbled and stuck my toe in the pool. Um, my hubby thinks that I'm, you know, in the deep end with a weight and chains around my ankles, like yep. literally barely managing to stay afloat. And I'm like, it's not that bad. And he's like, oh no, it's really that bad. And so I just think it's a different, you yep. know, exposure and a different perspective mm-hmm. to what we like. Yep. Um, you know, so there's, I don't yet know everything. Well, and then I think that's also the point is that no one does. No one still knows exactly what it is that gets them off all the time right. and what's not going to or, or what's something that surprises yep. you about doing it um well or what you've defined yourself as versus what maybe you have a revelation that you're something different yep right so um i've always been verse and i've always been happy to be verse i mean i come from a married to a woman had kids kind of situation putting it in is you know the way i was brought up right so for me it's delightful yeah it had its moments (laughs) less delightful Mm -hmm. but now it's like oh well maybe i as a verse want to try bottoming more and i'm like that's a whole bunch of work like Mm -hmm. holy crap like you people do not realize the the amount of effort that mm-hmm. goes into preparing for a hookup, right? As opposed to, yeah, I'm going to have a shower, you know, or maybe just put on a fresh shirt. Yeah, I'm spritz <laughs> it with cologne. <laughs> Don't do that, kids. Oops. Don't. Uh, but you know what I mean, right? Like, the, the it's a very different world. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, what if I like this more than I thought? Well, now does that mean I'm no longer verse because yeah, I want to a do total Nelly bottom? Mm-hmm. Not, I don't know, but you know what I mean. Like, but is mm-hmm. that the thing? And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, what if that? What if that's what I find out? And yeah. so when I experiment in these different sort of areas, yeah. my my comfort level with what I'm finding out about myself is starting to also be pushed. Yes, right. So it's a it's an eye opening. And other opening area of my life. <laughs> it is an orifice opening uh, thing that we've got going on here. There's openings, yes. Mm, so many openings. Oh, I just had something that was amazing and so profound in my mind, and now it's totally gone. You were actually saying it, that the hard work that it takes, uh, again, the difference between prepping for a top and prepping for a bottom for hookups. Again, I think I will also blame porn for this fantasy about you just, you know, walking down the street and you checking out this guy and he'd be like, sup. And then you go into a back alley or whatever and then you spontaneously bottom and it comes out clean. Right. That is fantasy, people. Porn is fantasy. Bottoming is work. Mm-hmm. And it is... Uh, unfortunately, if you are 100% top, sometimes you just don't know what it takes. I get, again, guys, 2 a.m., you're horny, you want to stick it in, I totally get it. But do not come and hit me up on Grinder and say, you want to fuck? I got 15 minutes. It's going to be no. Yeah. It's because going to take me that long to get ready, and that's rushing it. Yes, that is rushing it. And I, they, you need to understand what you're asking yeah. because it's not porn. Agreed. And I am profesh when it comes to that kind of thing. So I, need, I make sure that it's always whistly clean because as a youngster, I didn't know these things. Mm-hmm. So I le- had to learn the hard way. And there was situations that I'm not 
proud of that things happened. Mm -hmm. And again, bad hookups give you knowledge, but every time that you have a code brown, you know not to do that again. Right. So you learn. Um, there's tops out there that are like, that's fine. It happened. Like, literally, shit happens. Yes. You are having gay sex. Yeah. It's fine. But there's... It freaks people out. It... There's... it. Even me. I don't have to deal with it. It freaks me out. I know I was at, um, oddly enough, Kinetic one time. And there was... a. It, a profesh bottom like he's always there having sex it happens mm -hmm. right he was so upset that he accidentally pooped that right. and it was in the sex room and then they had to like clear it, <laughs> clear out. it out and guess what it fucking happens like the guy that was fucking him didn't care most of the guys that were in there didn't care they just cleaned it up went back in and kept on going right right but it's the person that it happens to again because we i don't know why we are ingrained to feel shame about that it is it's it just happens well i think it's it's interesting because i had a hookup on friday and the guy that i was hooking up with and he wanted me to bottom mm -hmm. and i had prepped diligently yes so I, you know what it takes I, I know exactly well mm -hmm. i don't yet know what yep. it takes but i i know what it took yeah <laughs> he <laughs> knows like, the steps I'm like there was a lot of steps and uh so we're you know in the middle of the act and all of a sudden he's like oh we have a problem and i'm like what problem and then and he was done yeah like he was done couldn't. yep you lose it and and i'm like then i felt shame like embarrassment going oh, i had done everything that i needed to do mm -hmm. and so he you know gets dressed leaves it's over and that's fine and then i go and i check mm -hmm. as best i can and there was nothing yeah and i'm like i don't think there was an issue i think the issue might have been i was so tight not I don't mean that as a brag, mm -hmm. humble brag, <laughs> but just because I've not yep. done it often, yep. that I was so tight that I think he used mm -hmm. so much lube yep. that what was happening is the lube was coming back out, yep. and there was probably still water and you know other yep. th stuff in there, and it was probably coming out not looking like lube, yep. like with a different texture, and I think yep. that bothered him. Which again, I'm not trying to invalidate his feelings of I'm grossed out. Yep, but I'm like don't say you're grossed out because this happened when something else happened. Because yep. then I was left going, great, now I feel yep. like crap. Because it's, it's got to be me. Like, it has what, to be what me. What did I right? do wrong? Yes. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And, um, then, and then turns out, based on everything I looked at, was not me. And yep. I'm like, okay, great. Now I'm sort of confused going, was there something else in the space that didn't happen? Mm -hmm. And maybe, but I'm like, we'll see what happens. Yep. You never know. Like yeah. You never know what's going on with the guy's head. Um, I also want to... Um, paraphrase every single thing that Dwayne just said yes he's got the tight asshole of an 18 year old boy um so get with him kids and uh <laughs> <laughs> there's a cue already starting out the door I, I don't know. know where we are well I'm so pissed because usually that's my line and now it's his so I'm just telling all those fuckers to fuck off um with that it might actually be uh and I don't know why I've actually never said this before a quick bottoming 101 
especially for uh, anyone who's about to prep for it because they're going to go for a hookup, is you want to make sure it's clean. You want to make sure that it's fresh and, and rosy. No, you do not have to shave your hole. No, you don't have to bleach your hole. No, you don't have to wax your cheeks. None of these things have to happen if you don't want them to happen. If you want a hairy ass, I love a hairy ass. So you can stop. Now, in order to make sure everything is clean, uh, num step number one is make sure your diet is healthy because that is going to save you a ton of prep time in the bathroom. Um, so plenty of fiber, whatever, whatever, makes it go through nice and quick. If you know, and uh, bottoms always complain about it, if you know you're going to be bottoming that night, a lot of them just don't eat that day, which is depressing because it, uh, yes, you know that the you are guaranteeing the ultimate effect of what you want it to be, but my God, how are you supposed to enjoy having sex if you have absolutely no energy and you're about to pass out from like starvation? Mm -hmm. I never understood it. So number one tip for all bottoms, of course, is going to be douching, which is yes, as fun as it sounds. You're just squirting water on up in there and flushing everything out. There is three stages to douching if you haven't ever done it. The first one is a quick douche, which is going through your butthole, but not going through your first hole in your large intestine. So you are only getting about six to seven inches up in there. So if this is going to be a quick fuck, or you know that it's not going to be, um, it's no, you're not going with no size queen, then this is usually good enough. For extended sessions, you want to make sure that the water breaches the first barrier and kind of cleanses out the second one, which may or may not have been the problem that Dwayne had, because what happens is that once you get water in there, that hole will close back up. And then once it's breached again, the water that is trapped in there will come out. So what you just need to make sure with that is, um, yes, we always make the joke of waiting till the water runs clear, but that is dependent on how much water you put in there. So it's all about volume. You'll see those ads for portable douches, which literally just look like a large turkey baster. They've got a bulb of water that only holds a few hundred mils. That's enough to flush out the first section of your colon and but if you want anything more if you know you're going to have a long fuck session if you know you're about to bottom for 20 dudes if it's going to be an all-nighter then you need to do a deeper cleansing ritual yes you do yes so and why are you doing this it's not just for your top's comfort it is for your comfort you want to enjoy yourself you do not want to worry about shitting on someone's dick the entire time that it's pounding you, trust me, it will save you so much grief and you will enjoy the sex so much better if you are fully prepped for it. My I God. gotta give a shout out to the bottoms that go through all that work. It is exhausting. And see, my pro okay, so my issue with, uh, with hookups was my general rule is the hookup has to last just as long as it took for me to get ready. For me, in order for me to get a have a validated as a good hookup, yeah. because we were talking about that earlier, 
um, I don't I don't care if I get off. It better last the same amount of time it took me to get ready. And I know a lot of women are probably out there too. I'm going out, I'm putting my makeup on, I'm doing these things, I just got ready for two hours, and this dude just came in 10 seconds. That would piss me off too. Mm. And yes, it does. There was one time that I was, I was having, I was struggling get having the water come clear. I was like, my God, what the hell did I eat? Like, what is going on down there right now? <laughs> Taco Bell. Yes, it was a Tuesday, I swear. <laughs> It was a Friday. I didn't have tacos. Exactly. <clears throat> so yes, it took me longer than normal. I was finally ready. So yes, I felt exalted and like I was ready to break out into song because it was finally ready and I was going to go get laid and all this stuff. I go and I'm blowing the guy and he came. Like quickly. So yeah, it just, here I had spent so long and I was so worried because it was so, it was just not happening for me. And it's over. He came from Vorplay. Yeah. I had that happen in Vegas. Not the same kind of prep, but yeah. Um, finally mustered the courage to go meet a guy at his hotel. And uh, the whole foreplay conversation was this was going to be an, mm-hmm. an, an intense. Yeah. Oh, I'm an hour. Maybe an hour. Fuck you right? so hard. Oh, whatever it was. Like, this is going to be so great. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Both of us looking forward to it. And I barely got my clothes off and he was done. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Like, mm-hmm. the cab I took to get to your hotel mm-hmm. was a longer ride. I didn't care that it cost me 10 bucks. Yep. But it was a longer cab ride to get here yeah. than you lasted. Like, yeah. this is crazy I know. disappointing. So right? I, I want to say, like, yes, I do. Like, do you feel bad for those guys? Sure, if they didn't have a good time. If it's what they wanted and if it's... You know, who knows? Maybe again, this could have been the greatest sex. This could have been they—they're away from their wives, yeah. so they could—they've they, never done this before. This is exciting. This is new. You are literally Jason Biggs from American Pie. The, as soon as it gets touched, it goes off. Yeah. Like so many of these things can trigger whatever, so you don't know. So it's not about you. Like I took it as a compliment. Y- going, me too. I do too. That good. Everyone, like anyone. Don't anybody try and tell me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> Callers, call in right now. Yes, that's right. Yeah, exactly. My God, I had sex with him and he shat all over my dick. Um. <laughs> he wasn't even my cousin. Exactly. I thought he told me he was. That's the only reason I was there. <laughs> Fuck. No, I've lost it. Again, why do, you, why do you do these things to me? What were we just talking about? We were talking about they didn't last as long as it took you to get Thank ready. Thank you. That's all I wanted. Okay, so I was in. I was going through a threesome. One of my first ones. It was actually my second threesome ever. And it was so funny because um, so the one guy I was with, I had hooked up a few times. He's like, do you want to go in a threesome? I'm like, okay, sure. So I go, and it's someone I'd already hooked up with, of course. So both of these people I've had sex with separately. So now we're having sex together, and I'm like, okay, that's fine. We had, there was a lot of, you know, making out, a lot of foreplay, stuff like that. Um, one dude goes to top me, and he literally didn't even get to my hole. He's done. And he came. He came pressing against my butt cheeks. When you got it, you got it. Right? That's all I can Hello. Say. I'm tossing my hair like Beyonce right now. But I was just like, like, ah. Uh, but who knows if that's what he, you could be so excited. Right. Like I know there's a reason I don't top 
at all is because that would be the greatest 13 seconds of your life. Like, I will not last if I'm topping because I don't do it. And it's it's an overload of sensation for me uh, that I don't understand. And it feels so weird. And the excitement and the nervousness and all the, uh, the worry and everything, it just gets in my head. So it's either all of that's going to sabotage me and it's not going to work or else it's going to go completely in the other direction and it's going to work too good and I am done. So I get it for these guys and I never hold it against them. What I will hold against people are ones that want you to service them. Like they're, they go and they expect blowjobs to last an hour. Who does that? Like they want nice long sloppy jobs for an hour i don't got time for that shit like i've got things to do <laughs> i just for like do you know uh, okay again maybe the everyone else you've been with are terrible at it and all they do is you know spit and rub i i just don't get it but uh, that that's a bad hookup for me is if a blowjob lasts longer than my expected time and i've got a very good breakdown of exactly when things should last like and that's just the way it is for me start the clock yes it's like i need one of those chess clocks so anytime <laughs> a move comes in so anytime a trick comes in i just tap the thing again and then when he's done he <laughs> tap it out like, yeah you're like, i can squeeze in another one let's go <laughs> start the clock exactly he's the billy uh, yeah. the, the chess guy yes oh billy fisher yeah is that what it, it is okay uh <laughs> Oh no, get me the fucking clock. That's what I want. You can get me that for my birthday. It's going to go right by my front door. Um, Opens Amazon, closes grinding. Exactly. Very important things that we learn on today's podcast. Um, <laughs> but it's like, you. It's, I don't Again, that's my perspective. That's what is good for me. I don't like long blowjobs. Like, it's so much work. And I'm literally. I'm, I'm sorry, guys, if you think you're ever going to get with me and have anything over 20 minutes or the majority of people you're with, they are bored. I have now done the same thing over and over again for 20 minutes. My jaw is sore. My neck hurts. My back hurts. My knees are killing me. My glutes. I'm in a squat the entire time. This is not fun. Like, I thought you had knee pads so you could I, kneel. I do, so but you're not still, squatting. Then. Yeah, I, I still, it hurts. You have to be in that position. No, because you have to like move your whole body up and down at the same time, and you're like getting into, getting into the mode. I'm just, I'm doing the motions for him right now, and he's like, "What is going on? It's like some strange African dance you on can't the just side." Move your head, you know. No, you cannot. See, that's the problem. Maybe that's why they expect blowjobs to last an hour, because all you're doing is bobbing up and down like that little fucking ostrich that people have on their desk. Come back every two weeks. <laughs> I don't know what you started doing, but wow, this year's been great mm -hmm. for me as a chiropractor. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, blowjob cramp. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, I, that, to me, those are horrible hookups. Like, I, I hate them like that. And anyone that prefaces their, their meets like, hey, you want to take this for an hour? No. no. I can literally say no, because I know that is not my thing. Some guys love it because you're just sitting there and you are, you are enjoying the process of having some guy work on your schlong for that long and you edging for that. Like, that's great for me. 
no. Like, that is a... That's just a thing. I think it would depend on where I was. Like, if, I, if I'm showing up at your office, mm-hmm. you know, 10, 15 minutes for sure. Yep. It's an in and out. Mm-hmm. But if we're hooking up in the bedroom, then I think that clock can be extended. Really? Yeah. Maybe. Again, but you... But again, I'm not saying an hour, for no, but sure. You're expecting, but you're also expecting more between going into someone's office and going into someone's bedroom. I just used office bedroom. as a, no, a sample. I've not, been not to, like I'm showing to people's offices. I have showing. gone to people's offices. I've not yet been to an office. It's fun. Um, those I've are, not yet had anybody in my office. Those are some of the... Um, I remember walking into a lawyer's office one time, and it was, it was exciting. It was. I went almost to a corner office, and... But, okay, they've got clients coming in all day, so it wasn't a thing. The one thing that the secretary noticed is that I went in and left five minutes later. But, again, for him, it was the excitement. Mm-hmm. He came fast. And it was, to me, I'm like, just yay me. Is it, but, again, was it me? Was it the excitement? I don't know, but that was a good hookup because that was exciting. Did you have to pay him a dollar for a retainer? <sighs> he still has my retainer. That's why my teeth are like this. Oh, my. Okay. Um, So, uh, (laughs) another horrible hookup story, which I think is almost one of my favorites, is uh, one time I met a guy, and again, who thinks that they're a fucking porn star and wanting to do all the porn moves. Right. This one was. So, um, first of all, I am not a professionally trained porn actor. I am not ready for this. But he literally three times he's like well i saw this move in porn and i wanted to try it out and you've you've watched porn so only, you've, only one yeah time. so you've seen some of the things that they do in porn yeah, yeah. which is not very conducive to actual sex like right. th- there's no time in my life that i would ever need to do a full leg split in the shower <laughs> like one on the floor the other one by the fucking nozzle just so I can get pounded out. There is no time in life that I would ever really need to do that. So this guy, he wanted to do the, there's no other way to put it, but uh, like the spinning top. So I was laying down and he crab army crawled. His around you? Like, around? A, hel- like a helicopter, helicopter. Kind of thing? So he's topping me. Stayed inside and, moving and crawled to the bottom of the bed so he can do whatever. So now he, now we are, yeah. Like Toes to head. His feet are right by my head and he's trying to, do, and it was the most uncomfortable, awkward position. But he's like, oh yeah, yeah, you like that? I'm like, you like that? I'm like, yeah, that's great. Literally, and he did that for like a minute, two minutes. I'm like... He came back up and he's like, how was that? I'm like, mm, actually, I got to go. Literally, I'm done. Yeah. Like, this was not fun for me. Like, I've not done that yet. Don't either. do it. Don't the, do no, it. I meant not the, not the whole oh. spinning. <laughs> don't know like after nobody. We're in the middle. I go, yeah, I got to go. This isn't working. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I on, on, it's happened. It's, I've done it once or twice. It's happened to me once or twice. And again, I get it. It's just, it's not what you want. And right. why bother wasting anyone's time? Yeah. Like... Uh, if you're not into it, don't be into it. I hear you. I'm just, I'm not, just be, I'm just, just be lucky that it's never happened to you. I or, guess. Or or man up and say, yeah, this isn't working. Yeah. Right? Like there's, I don't think there's, uh, there's, 
uh, there's nothing wrong with that because mm. it's just not what you're looking for. And I, I wouldn't ever want to have to put someone in a position where I feel like they're taking their sweet ass time to get there. Mm. And I was done 10 minutes ago. Right. Like, can you just... Like, I'm not a magician. What do I got to do to make yeah. this happen? But so I'm like, can you just like, I'm trying to like coach them and like bring them and get them there. But it's like, if they're not in that into it, it's like, it takes them forever. And I'm like, come on, can you just, can you just finish? Oh, I, just, I just want it over. And then, but again, do I know it was the same situation? I've had good hookups and bad hookups with the same people. Right. So it, it's situational. And it's all based on circumstance, like everything. It's not just the person. It's just not those things. So I think when we try to categorize what's a good hookup and what's a bad hookup, it's not just the people that you hook up with, but it's everything that's around it. Mm. But you also should be able to take those bits and pieces and put them together and say, okay, I don't like 10 minute long hookups, no matter who they are, right? right? I like to be more emotionally invested in a hookup right i like to get to know the person so i can be on a deeper physical level blah 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 versus i just want to be bent over filled up and you go home yeah like anonymous yes does nothing for me at all whereas that's that's my jam i don't care i don't need to know you you go home to your wife and your kids and i'll be fine i will text you while i'm watching the last of us and we will have a whole sexting conversation about, yeah, daddy, that's how I like it. When all of these sad, and while I'm crying because Ellie is going through the things, don't even start. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't cry while. Well, you are so, you are such a cold hearted bitch. single time. And then, <clears throat> I, and was it episode three that was the big one? Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, when's everyone going to start crying here? And I'm like, I'm waiting for something traumatic to happen. Mm-hmm. He's an emotionless, emotionless cold empty shell of a man it's true yes uh that's be, that's why he needs to be filled up kids by his take my riddlin and go back on top of i was gonna say take his 18 year old hole but <laughs> hey whatever um okay so with that the the kids that are out there actually uh, followed through and i said um asked about other people's terrible hookup stories. Good, because I thought we were going to have to fill this whole hour nope. with our stories. Nope. Um, so I did get some of them. So thank you, boys, for sending me your goods. I don't know who you are. I know who you are, but no one else will know who you are. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to take a swig, because... Is it a long one? Mm-mm. It doesn't have to be long to be good. Or to be bad, mm-hmm. in this case. <clears throat> First one. Well, I made shit really awkward recently when I told a hookup, thank you for coming over because my sister said I couldn't be alone since it was my little brother's birthday and he committed suicide eight years ago. Does that count? In my defense, he came while I was deep dicking him and his arms were pinned to his side. So I'm going to go with it's... I don't know what to say. I know. I'm, I know. I'm like, you need to reach out so we can have a longer yeah, conversation because yeah. I'm already emotionally invested in this person. I know. I know. Um, I know. I know who he is, and like, so I know he's a, he's a nice guy, and it's not. This is not something that he's not a cold-hearted, evil person. Um, but I think it it does harken to the fact that he 
he was go he was out there he was looking for some kind of support yes right he needed emotional support yeah. but sometimes as gays we can't get emotional support but what can we get sex sex so we a lot of the times equate the two and 100% agree right and it can sex for gay men can fill a lot of holes it not just the ones we think yeah, yeah. but like this will if this is what it takes to sustain you, yes. There's a, we we see it all the time that people that dealing with grief deal with grief in different ways, and I think we've all met a guy who has had to deal with grief, and he just became a total sex fiend. Like he just slept with anything because that it's either it's a way for him to feel emotion, or it was a way to turn off his emotions. Either way, yeah. Um, but. I'm not saying that that's a bad hookup. It was probably a good hookup at the time, especially for the guy who came hands-free while you were pinning him down. Uh, but maybe you didn't need to add the exact why. The whole reason. <laughs> the backstory has me emotionally Yeah, concerned. that's the problem. You just, you know, you just fucked the life out of me. But now you told me you're thinking about your dead brother. Like, that's... Yes. Awkward. Making shit awkward is the uh, the big part that I would like to uh, go with that. <clears throat> um, did I ever tell you about the guy who asked if I had pets? I had a little dog at the time. He wanted to know if the dog would lick him. <laughs> <laughs> My reaction, I don't know who watches TikTok, but there's an Australian couple that have a podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a guy and a girl, mm -hmm. and she always has that reaction. I'm like, my yes, face, my face just did her reaction. I'm like, oh, <laughs> totally did. Hand over the mouth. Because <laughs> I can only think like him. There. Yeah, mm, that's. I'm sure that's where that's it was. Bad. Was there peanut butter involved? Uh, I, I'm sure there was. Mm -hmm. Like that's probably. Is that why Eric made those cookies? That's. Um, you weren't supposed to actually eat the cookie. You're just supposed yeah. to slather it all over. <laughs> Noted. Okay. Here's a long one. Okay. It's a story, so buckle in. I'm ready. She goes on a journey. <clears> hey. <throat> <Okay. clears throat> My first time, I chatted with this guy on Yahoo Chat. Yes, I'm old. Uh, and we talked for about a month before I got the nerve, and so did he. He lived out in the country, and and this was the age before Google Maps, so it took an actual an actual map to figure out how to get there. So I arrive. And I'm nervous. So is he. We talk about that and share a beer and eventually move into his farmhouse to get the business of banging. It does sound like a, a romance novel mm -hmm. right out of Hallmark. Harlequin. <clears throat> um, I didn't know what I was doing, but I ate his ass and fucked him. It seems like you've pretty much found how to work it. He seemed to be having a good time. I was nervous, but he was making all sorts of noises that indicated he was having a good time as well. I was... I was not having as much fun as I was trying to perform, but I managed to get him to finish, and the contractions around my dick sent me over the edge. That's where things changed. He, with his own seed still warm in his belly, this is written like a Harlequin romance, uh, he, pushed me, uh, he pushed me on my chest, so I popped out his ass and stumbled backwards. He started yelling at me that I was a fucking faggot, and I was him less than 15 seconds earlier. Oh, I was in him less than 15 seconds earlier, but he started threatening me and throwing shit. So I grabbed what I could and ran out of the house, lost a shoe and never got my underwear back. But it made my first time memorable to say the least. 
An unfortunate outcome of this was young me scurrying back into the closet. I enjoyed the sex and found the guy sexy, but figured that most encounters ended similarly, and I didn't think that was my jam. Mm. That would be a bad hookup. Yes. And that is traumatic. Yes, that's rough. Um, like, I know, and I'm hoping this, this guy, looking back on it, reali- understands why that guy reacted the way he did, because he just wasn't ready, and he... Shame the whatever it was, he was it was going all through. about him, yeah. not about the person who's speaking, right? Agreed. It was just, and that's what it was. H- however, that's a hard thing when this is your first time and you don't know. And if I'm assuming if he's living out in the country, that means he probably doesn't have a lot like this guy doesn't have a lot of gay friends to talk to and understand and process and understand and, and listen to their stories and figure out that this isn't what gay sex is like all the time. Yeah, the social support's just not there. Yeah. And it's not just living in the country. We live in a city of 1.3 million, 1.4 yeah. million, and I have a very small network of people that yeah. I will talk to about what are really intimate details of your life. It's diff- they and, are difficult. You know, you really need to have a good friend that you can open up to so that you can get that perspective, yeah. right? So, uh, And I, that's one of those things that I... I'm hoping that people know that they can, like, they can, and people do. They share stuff with me all the time. I am, like, I, I, I'm, am I a sounding board that you can just say, is this fucking normal? Like, just even if you need to get it out there. A lot of the times we all know that once you even just vocalize something that's been in your head, stuck there for weeks, you say it finally, just so the world hears it it is you can release something and even if you're not seeking validation or understanding or confirmation that it was right or wrong finding someone to actually listen to you is very important and that is also the problem with it being of a sexual nature because there's that stigma and that shame and that everything that we people just we need to get over everyone has sex everyone is doing this everyone is banging this dude in the barn for the first time like it just happens yeah and we can we should not feel shame about it because it's it's that shame that drove this guy back into the closet and probably didn't have sex or let alone a relationship nothing for how long until he realized that this was not how it was actually supposed to be Mm -hmm. right (coughs) oh there's another one have you tried sniffies uh, the website? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because that's what this means. About. It's funny because I told Hubby about it yesterday, and uh, he's like, what's Sniffies? He thought it was like poppers or yeah. some other thing. And I'm like, no, it's a website. He's like, never heard of it. Next thing you know, he's all over. Oh, surprise. Like, careful. Not that great in Calgary. Mm-mm. Okay. I went to my first hookup on Sniffies, got the number, and he beeped me up. Knocked nothing. Opened the door, and it was like Clarice in Silence of the Lambs. Total, total hoarder place. No answer. Spidey senses screaming, fucking run. So I did. Then Buddy is saying I didn't show up and getting angry and abusive, saying I stood him up. Fucking bizarre. I think his name is blank, so watch out. Pretty sure he was passed out on some sort of drugs. Wow. Yeah. Um, that goes back to the if you're getting the bad feeling. That's exactly it. Save so, yourself. And that, yes. Um, I have been... Um, I. One of the reasons that I know, not just because I'm a fucking prude, um, that I don't party is because of these situations. Um, Sorry, when you say party, party. you mean like P&P? With the big T. 
Yes. I don't know what that means. When it's typed out and the T is capitalized. Yeah. You never noticed it? I didn't know what it meant. I just thought like they put it, the extra effort into capitalizing. No, that, that is a very significant thing. That kind of party? Yes, it's that kind of party. It's for uh, someone. Her name is in there. Um, anywho. So naive. <laughs> I will tell him after this is. <laughs> we need a whole new after podcast. This is paused. A whole new podcast. And welcome to the behind the curtain. Uh, so I've gone to houses and uh, yeah, either they are um, high on drugs and they can't perform, or they have no idea what's going on, or it's uh, they're having a good time and I'm just fucking bored. Like that's why I don't do it. And if anyone asks, I know that's right there. That and it's that again is I don't cross that line. Mm. I just don't want to. Like, if you want to do those things, all the power to you. I'm just not going to be there. Right. And I'm not going to be part of it. And that's just how I've always done that kind of thing. I don't even know what it is, but <clears> I don't <throat> want to be part of it. You don't want to be part of but it. But I'm going to Google it. Yeah, you Ur- will. Urban Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> and then the FBI is going to be all over your phone. Probably. Uh, okay. Uh, the husband and I were having a three-way with a guy we thought was cute. Turns out he was really small down there. Uh, we didn't know it until he took off his pants. I'm not a size queen by any means, but even hard, it was small. I attempted to bottom for him and told him to put it all the way in. He said he already was. And I was like, oh. Followed by the awkward silence. I asked if he was good to bottom. He insisted that he was a top. I was afraid of breaking it off. No joke, just about as thick as my pinky. We ended up not finishing. I need to feel it, at least, you know? Uh, I don't need a giant schlong that will tell me apart, tear me apart, but at least know how to use it. He was a nice guy, so I felt bad. I've mixed emotions about that story mm-hmm. because you cannot change what you have anatomically mm. yep. you can only piss with the dick that god gave you exactly. pardon the vulgarity yep. but yep. you have what you have and and some people have more than others but that is in my opinion not the caliber against which you are going to measure whether a hookup was good or bad yep and agreed i'm not going to discount for them it wasn't a good hookup because clearly their expectations weren't met mm-hmm but yeah, I would take exception to yeah to that one. And I know, um, <clears throat> like I feel for I feel for both parties in this situation that I wouldn't ever go into a hookup and be like, "Sorry guys, my I'm only like five inches or whatever it is, right?" Like that's not something I lead with. Whereas other guys, that's something that they lead with because they're very proud of their seven mm-hmm. or whatever, right? So it's. It's difficult because you do not want to be solely measured on the size of your dick because that is not what that dick size is not what makes a man. We are not back in Roman times, uh, but back then everyone it, saw your it dick. It was actually the opposite back then, too. Smaller which penises. Which is why the statues have smaller yes. penises. Right? Um, if you had large dicks, that meant you were um, stupid and bulky and broody and you were just meant for work. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's just, I don't know. But 
Again, there's nothing worse than someone with a really big dick who doesn't then want to do any work. Either. Oh, I trust. Like I, I'm I, with I you. brought this to the table or to the bedroom. Yeah, and but now <laughs> that's it. Like yeah. you got to do all the other work. Yeah. Like no, yeah. like get out. Agreed. I'm done. Yeah, I. Um, everyone, any a lot of people that I talk to are always worried again because they just watch too much porn. Um, please, if you haven't listened to last year's. Um, penis day podcast where we talk about what an actual average size penis is but it is 5.1 inches is the average size of a penis in north america so if you are at or around that you are fine average yes in the middle of the bell curve exactly that is what most people in the entire world have if you are six plus you are good you are considered hung if you are six inches or more in the majority of the world. So just fucking be happy. But yeah, I get it a lot. It's always been on people's minds. And again, something that can really destroy a good hookup is if you're always worried about the size of your dick. Hey, and if I am, if this guy was all top, then let him be all top. But also part of a top's job is to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So agreed. If you, if this isn't working for you, you need to be able to get your bottom off. Like that is your job. So do it. So, yeah, both of them, who knows? It probably wasn't a good time had by all. Uh, I do have a story that happened Friday night about me being proposed, being propositioned by a male-female swinger couple. It happened very fast, and they shared a lot of details of what they were looking for. So that's the story, and that is weird, right? Because I know that I get... How, have you ever been propositioned yeah. by a male-female couple? Yeah. Right? So have just, I. Just the other day. Yes. Yeah. And... Um, I think the first thing that um, I think of is I know that you, uh, again, uh, bisexuals, quote unquote, if they see bi's in movies, um, it is, I want to think of bisex as the gateway sex to gay sex, right? <laughs> it's like, um, it's the training wheels. The, 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 the woman is there, so you can still hold on to her while there's a dick in the room. I was talking to some guy. On something and he's like yeah I really think you should just you know come with me and my girlfriend I'm like I I can't have sex with women in the room I can't it's I, I get turned off like that is my thing I it's I don't I do not find the female form sexually attractive and I just it's not my thing so I, I get it like then so hence when guys like I don't find guys attractive I can understand it because yeah. I know how it feels. I just don't find women attractive. So, hey, sure, maybe you don't. I'm okay. But he's like, well, yeah, but just think, you know, you can do that and I can do that. And I'm like, so what, you want a guy and a girl just so you can, like, um, try out both holes? Like, I don't know. He's like, oh, man, butt stuff? No, I would never do butt stuff. I'm like. Well, then what am I bringing to the <laughs> equation? Yeah, exactly. What do you want me there for? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm thinking, well, you never even do butt stuff with your girlfriend? Like. Probably not. Right. And again, he was a young one, so that's fine. So he's thinking, ew, butt stuff. But I'm like, mm, okay, I, you can't make people understand anything. And you can't make people see what you want in good sex. And you can't tell people that these are my expectations going, because it's very difficult. Imagine if when we, if you and I were talking on Grinder, and we had a trans, a transactional 
format mm -hmm. saying these are the things that I want here is my checklist right you check off what you want to do send it back to me if we're a match let's hook up right like that is a way for me to that I would do okay so you know he wants a number one. <laughs> I want a number 147 <laughs> exactly <laughs> and I'm like this is fine this this way I know I'm going like check yes no but I'm button. going right into something and knowing exactly what to expect but that's also a part of my personality I, I it goes back to me being really shy in public because I don't know what to do but in the bedroom I'm dominant because as soon as I get you in the bedroom I'm like a fucking black widow I just take over I know exactly what to do and I get what I want and then you kill them afterwards I warn them that um, most of the people that are scared, I have not, there's not one dead body in my backyard. Everyone has left, <laughs> mostly intact. The, the playground across the street has really green It's very grass. fertile yeah, over there. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I think that's another one of those things that uh, just because I am mostly a bottom, <laughs> mostly <laughs> laugh, uh, insert chuckles, um, that people think that my role is to be a sub, and it isn't. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's a misnomer for people to think yep. that. And I just want to go back to the, the male-female couple yep, propositioning because yep. yeah. I think from my perspective, it it sort of rips the scar off of a, a wound, which sounds really bad, and I apologize. But because well, I was Well, if married, you ever look at lady parts, it pretty much looks well, like an open wound. married for, you know, 10 years. Yeah. And, you know, had a child. Had to have sex Had a child, her. so had sex at least once. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? So it's one of those things where I go... I've been there, done that, yep. and now, you know, clearly... It's not what you wanted. It is not what I wanted. But is it but ever now, something that you would revisit? But then I go, oh, I don't know. Like, if the guy was really hot, maybe. But you're, then again, you're doing it for somebody else and not for you. However... No, no, I'd be doing it for me because the guy was, the guy really was hot. The guy was hot, but... I'm thinking, <laughs> she probably wouldn't get anything out of it. But then I was just going to say, most women do things for men all the time. Right. And they don't get anything out of it just to yeah. please them. So, I don't know. I think... Uh, I haven't said no to them yet. Okay. And I haven't said yes either. I know. But it's... Yeah. Uh, I've, I, there's a few. There's a few guys out there that I'm talking to who are either married or curious or stuff like that. And they still, in their minds, think that one day I will have, like, I will be able to come into their, their relationship and then they will be able to fulfill their dream be of actually honest with being able to have sex with a guy. And you know what? I can, knowing that I probably, I most probably will never do it, yeah. I can feed their fantasy. Right. Because if that's all they're looking for, then if that's what I can give them... Just have your wife peg you. Like, come right? on. Right? But it's... A lot, I know. But it's... They think it's not the same. And I agree. Like, there's... Mm -hmm. But the same guy that I was talking to about the uh, no butt stuff, he's like, I've, you know, I've stolen or I've stuck my girlfriend's dildo and I've given it oral sex. And I'm like, well, that's great, but it's not the same thing. I've given the dildo oral sex? Yeah. So he's put it in his mouth. Yeah. It's so not the same thing. I know. But they think it is. It is not the same thing. I, I don't know. You see porn and with, or it's mostly on XTube or Pornhub or whatever, that dudes are practicing their fellatio on a dildo. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Like, it, it's nothing to me. It's, it's, it's a piece of plastic. Right. Like, 
No, people. You know, it's a really great idea, and it's a fun toy to have, but it's a fun toy that has its use. Right. And that's not really one and of them. And that's not one of them. But if it, if it triggers something in your mind, and that works for you, that's fine. Who knows? Again, hookups can always just be with yourself, too. Do you have good masturbation hookups? Right. Yes. I've never let myself down yet. <laughs> I have. Well, there was that one that I was really drunk and I, did. I sort of let And just passed out on yeah. yourself. <laughs> Woke up and I was like, oh, that was disappointing. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Dogs licking your peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was supposed to know about that. Oh my God, I watched the video. Uh, okay. So I think we've pretty much solved all the world's problems. Again. And again, like we're, we're good like that. Um, so everyone has bad hookups. Everyone has good hookups. I think everyone the, needs more hookups. Everyone needs more hookups. I, uh, that's the one thing I can't. The, the one thing I can't stress enough is that you can't have a good hookup. You can't have a bad hookup without actually going out and having a goddamn hookup. And even if it's with your partner, so if you're in a monogamous relationship, yeah. where I'm not sitting here condoning, you need to go out no, and have no. a hookup with someone else. By all means, have a hookup with your husband or, yes. your, or your wife, partner, spouse. Make it something different. Make it something totally. unique, something strange, yeah, something you've never done before. Get that fresh, exciting feeling that a hookup is supposed to condone. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't care. Rent a white van and have your husband just say, hey, little boy. And then, like, what else? Throw candy some candy out the door. <laughs> candy and puppies in the Except, van? I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. I know. All right. Is there uh, anything you wanted to add? Any pearls of wisdom that you had for our uh, our chaotic conversation? No, I don't think on hookups. You know, I, I think you mentioned it earlier, and I just want to reiterate it, that people who are, you know, maybe not sure who they can talk to, you are always a, oh my an God. open, you know, set open of ears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was going to say that, but <laughs> you're always receptive to listen to whatever even I have to say or mm-hmm. ask or just vent. And I, I appreciate it. And if there's anyone listening to this podcast who, you know, wants to talk to somebody and doesn't know who to, they should reach out because you will listen with no judgment, no anything, and then give them, you know, some perspective that they can look at you know and during the break we had a little mini counseling session which was really cool. after he and, split open that lightning tank. you know yeah. i'm a multitasker I it was at do, the same time try to do everything at yeah the i was time. the one laying on the couch yeah for sure um i thank you for that and uh i do I, I think that's another one of those things that i want people out there to know like i am here to listen like yes i'm here to entertain either for 10 minutes or for two hours. But I, I am, like, I'm here and I, I enjoy it. And literally, I don't think there's anything that anyone can say to me that I have not heard mm-hmm. and I'm not prepared for. Like, I have heard some wild, wild things. I think someone just uh, texted me on Grinder and said that they uh, wanted to live out their ghost fantasy. Can you come over? No idea what that is. That's my entire ghost. That's my entire grind. We've all been ghosted. Like, hello. It's here for friends. That's what I should do. I should just not answer him. (laughs) I fulfilled his ghost fantasy. Fulfilled, right? Done. Another successful client. Thank you, kids. Change under the door. Yeah, don't forget to tip. Yeah. Um, Okay. (laughs) That's what we got. All right, so I'm going to be signing off. So this has been Dwayne. He is a lovely, lovely man. Um, you can see uh, all of his whole pics on his Twitter. No, he doesn't actually post. You don't post whole to Twitter. And that's a really sad story. To Twitter either. I know, it's sad. I need to start. 
I need to start pulling those uh, pics off of you and maybe just posting them on mine and just tagging you in them. That's what I'll do. How else are you supposed to get the good ones? I don't know. Right? I'm... Learn my tricks. I have too many other followers that don't need to see that. Uh, well, then we'll post on mine. Then they don't, it'll, it'll give you validation when you see those hearts. It's so true. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so um, going to be signing off. Thank you once again. Don't forget, it's now spring. Get out there. Um, but before you do, get tested. Go get your prep. Make sure you're safe. And always let me know where you're going. Okay, so <laughs> that is it. Cheers, sluts. See you later. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gay Agenda. Don't forget you can follow us all on the tweets, the instas, and on the Facebooks at The Gay Agenda YYC. If you like what we had to say, please like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all that fun jazz. Thanks for listening, kids. Bye. Bye. Love and light, bitches.